Can you see me? Can you hear me? Will you love me when you do? Hello, everyone. Welcome to the check-in. Sonia, how are you doing? I am here. I am present. That's all we can ask in That's this can ask. Uh, COVID season. We can only ask that we're we here. Dude, we showed up. We show up. We're here. We're here. We're present. I'm present. It's fine. It's enough. Being here is enough. It is enough. Yes. Yeah. That's what I feel. If I just show up, get up, brush my teeth, (laughs) (laughs) make my morning smoothie, you know, it's enough. Whatever else happens, whatever. In every moment, we are enough. Yeah. Thanks. That's, uh, thanks for reminding me of that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, anything before you, we jump in, any, uh, anything happening, anything funny, any stories? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, it's 6.30 AM in my world. So <clears throat> I rolled out of bed and here right. I am. So well done. nothing funny or interesting has happened that I'm aware of yet. I'm sure it has in the world. I'm unaware of it up to this point. So there's been no processing with Sunny G yet this morning. No, and and that's not an acceptable nickname. Oh, <laughs> it was a good one. It, it it has caught on in certain circles, yeah. thanks to my pushing it. So it's, it's way, a good one. Yeah, it's too like close it. to Kenny G, which is unacceptable. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, Sunny G, Kenny. Yeah, that's that's a valid point. Yeah, there's hmm. literally only two letters that are different. Right. Hmm. That's worth thinking about. Something to think about. <laughs> it's no worth thinking one about. Cares. Oh, but it's very different because that's not kind of his nickname. I don't want to talk about it. It's not debatable. Oh, I've already decided. So you just don't like it's just done. Like yep. every time you hear it, it's like, eh. Yep. Huh. All right. I'll back to the drawing board. Yeah. Think up a new one. Yep. All right. What are you noticing? How are you? Uh, how are you doing? Okay, I'm doing well because I just unloaded um, a grant request sent in yesterday. You so, were working hard on that. Yeah, deadline was yesterday midnight Hawaiian time. Yeah, which we I don't even know what that is. but So I'm just saying I did actually get it done early for the record. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. For those of you out there who may not know... Sonia, she likes to wait last minute. Yeah, it's a way in which we both are alike. It is a way in which it's... Sorry, throwing you under the bus. bus. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I also love the pressure of the last minute. Yeah, and just totally conditioned to work that way. It's like a a brain pathway that is deeply embedded. So I'm the same way. So, um... uh, I'm going to go, I'm just going to dive in kind of deep for a second. So, Oh, all right, here we go. I, yeah, I'm taking serious role this time. <laughs> we, uh, so in this process of, uh, for the grant, it's for, um, the, the structure, the actual building. So it's, um, specifically for, um, sacred spaces that have historic, that are in the historical registry in the U S right. So you're in an old building, you meet in an old building, it's become kind of a community center. Uh-huh. Thank you for that background. <laughs> so, just I'm trying to help out. I'm writing this grant, 
and um, or working on actually the, the inquiry. And uh, one of the things that you have to look at is the history, the architecture, the architect, the original congregation that built right. the facility. So this building was built, actually completed in 1911, um, started in the early 1900s. So the congregation began before that late right. 1800s. So I'm looking through photos. There are all these old, old, old photos of them instead of, of hundreds, children, adults. Um, it was a, it was a, uh, you know, at the time, not a lot of cars, right? Right. <laughs> so right. it's a walking neighborhood yep. <laughs> just because of the era. So it's a neighborhood spot. I'm looking at all these photos and I naturally I'm looking for black or brown people right there are zero and i'm looking at like all the way up like i start looking in the night early 1900s i keep looking i'm like well that makes sense then i don't even think about it i go all the way into present day i could not find one photo that had a black or a brown person wow. in the picture that in is the super entire sad history history of the history church, of the church. And wow. what I go to, and it occurs to me, when this church was founded, black people were not allowed in the state of Oregon. Oh, Like, my it God. was the law. It was a condition that Oregon, as a territory, made to join the union. So, um, anyway, in that, as I'm looking at this history, it's just hitting me, um, Right, the deep rootedness. I mean, I there's the country, our as the United States, our own horrific history. How right. we established ourselves, how wealth yes. and the economy was established in the United States, and then I have this state history, um, and just realizing for me in that moment, I had I I it just it went deeply in me. Why reparations? has to be a part right yes of whatever it is that we are doing today and honestly it's it's just like that just has to be a part of what we're doing and so for me managing this project being a director at this facility the usage the intent the partners um everything that i'm doing is going to have to be participating in reparations that's beautiful. So anyway, um, yeah, and he, and it's, it's a even really ref- significant moment for me. It's even reflected more more as I watch even this moment, um, kind of this COVID moment and how it's affecting um, specifically the black community mm-hmm. in ways that... Uh, yeah, because of the systemic... The systemic... Racism. Exactly. Yes. Um, and just being aware in these moments on how our systems affect us in moments like these. And it reveals what's always been going on. Yes. Healthcare, food deserts, economic opportunities, education, like just go down the list and name all the things that Um, make... Like you just go on and on and on. A body more vulnerable. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, can there be... It's not okay. It's not okay. And And then... then And then this whole thing, which has been blowing up, and I don't know why Americans kind of... As soon as you want to care for all of humanity... There's this label called communist attached to it. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, as soon as you want to care for all, you're a communist. Yeah. I'm like, no. Like, yeah. what I mean, are you What are yeah. you doing? <laughs> so hyper-individualism has been driving things for so long that we don't understand that freedom is collective. I'm only free when my community is free. Everyone is free. 
So if I'm walking in a freedom because of my privilege, it's not freedom. Um, and I just don't think we understand how that actually is. And it, yeah, it's, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, I would say that it's deeply embedded. It's deeply rooted. It's part of the DNA. And that's why um, it is hard. But I think that we have decisions to make every single day, no matter what part or, you know, it doesn't, I'm not, I'm not in any political, I have, I don't have in the world's, I have, you know, perspective and I have little power. I have little control um, in some ways. But with the little bit that I do have decision making in, um, yeah, I just think you get to do your part in the little thing. Reparations has to be a part of coming to the table. Yeah, it's so so, good. um, So in the in the thing that you're doing, I'm going to do my small part to make this world better. And here's what it looks like. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I reached out to a few people and I was like, hey, this is just what I I know we're going to be about. Let's talk Mm. about what this what this could look like. Which is oh, an so amazing good. way to like. That's a very How, fun imagination. That's to a very start a fun. conversation that way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So I, I just think if I'm talking to, if we're if I'm talking to um, white leaders, um, uh, I think reparations, the way in which we come to the table, matters. Yeah. And if you are just inviting people as if you as a white individual are just inviting people to join you in your work, it's not enough. Like no, just no, to, no. to invite us to come sit at the table is not enough. No. You know? Um it's yes, co creating, it's reparations. And um That's I'm good. happy to talk about that more. because um, maybe for some people that sounds like a leap. But um Yeah, it's definitely worth unpacking. I, I think it would be interesting is is how both of us, because we're both coming at it from very different stories, um, but how we got there. Uh, because both of us have been on this journey of breaking up with whiteness, coming out of um, the dominant cultural colonial narrative that we've all been told we need to live into, and in coming out of that, um, yeah, this awareness and this growth that comes that's seems very beginning it's very early but it's amazing um when you come out of something with the nuke could could be yeah that's true hmm. what are Fun. you noticing dave what am i noticing i'm noticing how every day is just so different emotionally <laughs> it's like you wait... say every day is the same no well, it's the <laughs> same in terms of 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 duties like like nothing's changing but your emotions are all over mine are all over the map. Like one day, great energy is high. Woo. The next day you want to kill everybody and bury bodies in the backyard. Like it's, it's dramatic it's just, as well. Yeah. Lots of drama. Um, yeah. It's just interesting to see the ebbs and flows in the moment when there's not a lot of change, not a lot changing externally. Um, it's not like every day has uh, a lot of diversity <laughs> in it. It's uh, it's the same things, but what that what that does emotionally, it's just interesting. Chatting with a friend, um, just messaging back and forth last night, and um, them just saying the same thing on just how one day, yeah, I feel great, and then literally you wake up, and the next day you're just, oh my gosh, the world could not be worse. <laughs> um, it is so hard. Uh, so yeah, just noticing how those pendulum swings are so drastic. 
Uh, and then I think the, the longing for connection. Um, when we started off in this kind of Zoom was this new fun, who yays for Zoom. And now it's like, oh my God, I got another Zoom call. Like, um, it, I leave feeling wanting. I leave wanting more. I leave lacking. So every social connection right now, it just doesn't feel like enough. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not providing that sense of uh, of connection that I think we all ache for, long for. Yeah, I think too, maybe there's a re- revealing, I mean, certainly there are barriers, there are things that are challenges, right, of not being actually face-to-face. And, and that's an yeah. interesting thought about what presence is. Um, but, you know, also uh, there's in a lot of ways, in a lot of places, let's say our work, for example, if we're showing up for a Zoom call, it actually is pretty detached. Our work, we're not for actually sure. bringing maybe our whole selves in, right. you know, our coworkers, our peers might not know who we are. And yeah, and then kind of the ability to dive into maybe more vulnerable or intimate right. details that are what connect us. How do we even discover right. the deep connections we have if the whole time we are staying at a surface level? Or, yeah, there's a distance that it just brings instantly. Right, and we're just reminded um, of that. And then we have yeah. nothing to do to numb ourselves or to distract ourselves. For <laughs> sure. every day is the same. I don't know. I'm just... Yeah, and our numbing wonder. and distracting is, is yeah binging and watching you know being on social media and like all those things are there but again it just every every medium right now feels like it's lacking mm-hmm. it's lacking this thing that i know i long for mm-hmm. um to walk into a room and feel the energy of a room like we just don't get yeah, to do that's that that's such a big deal for you like zoom does not have that <laughs> i can't detect the energy oh in my right god room. i walked into that zoom room and there was so there's much like energy. so much energy like, said no one ever no, said yeah. no one so, and you can't even read it. Like I, maybe if there was, I don't know. Like how do I, how do you know? So yeah, it's. What uh, does Zoom energy even look like? <laughs> yeah. Can someone translate that? There should be like a meter on the side that has, re- can read the. You wouldn't go to like any of these rooms. And that is such a key piece for you. The social, the, that social component, the energy of a space. Yes. So, so yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're in your house 24 seven, um, with the people right. that you love, but you know, are with twenty four seven. Right, and there's certain moments where energy is there. We're dancing in the kitchen while we're cooking, or whatever. But yeah, it's the same people. I want to feel. I want to feel the energy of a of a community, a neighborhood, I, a space. Uh, yeah, you know where interestingly you said that, and what sparked for me was actually, I have had. Um, more energy and connection um, in my faith, in my practices. And I would say I'm having a um, um, moment. I don't know how to say this without the, I just, you know, language is so important to me. So I hate like spiritual language or religious language that alienates, especially. But right. I would say my, um, my connection uh, with, with the divine And my longing for that has shifted and been more intense in these moments. And I think it has to do with, for me personally, a sense of, of hopelessness and my source of what could be or longing or love or grace or all of those things. 
um, is not going to come from this plagued world. That's kind of so. Where where is it coming from? So that yeah. So the the tap into the sacred. So I've had some pretty, I think, significant um, moments that are a part of that story I just told earlier about reparations. Like I think it's all connected for me. But yeah, Yeah, I would say similar. I, I think the awareness of the divine spirit, whatever word you want to put on that, is there. I feel it more. Um, and I've definitely, uh, the practices of prayer and um, stillness, awareness, listening, is definitely heightened for sure. I would say that's very true for me as well. Yeah. I think also when I'm thinking about ways in which we need to respond the ways in which we want to reimagine our world. Um, I do find a lot in the were in the practice and in the words of Jesus. So right. for me, I'm like, if we're talking about countercultural, if we're talking about a non, you know, non whiteness, if we're talking about yeah. uh, not being hyper individualistic, not being consumer driven, you know, all those things, um, Anyway. Yeah, and I think for me, I see that in all the mystics, um, all the prophets. You know, you there was a way in which they left the, the narrative and sought out to yes, live a different absolutely. kind of way. Absolutely. And um, so, yeah, it's looking to, in some ways, the mystics in this season to lead us and help us out. Um, yeah, the guides. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, that was a good one. Good times. Was it? I don't know. Your assessment. <laughs> felt good to me. Quick just this, assessment. This pause. It felt good. For me, it's a feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay. It could be bad, but it felt good, so therefore it's good, right? There we go. Do you want to take us out? <laughs> or do we have more to say? I have nothing more to say. Thanks for joining in the check-in, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>